Good morning. It's 11 minutes before 8 a.m. You're listening to Raven Radio, KCAW in Sitka. Today is Wednesday, November 4th, 2020. I'm Peter Apathy with Raven News. The election is over in Alaska, but the final results won't be known for at least a week. The State Division of Elections says it will count over 120,000 absentee and early votes starting next Tuesday, November 10th. The timing isn't out of the ordinary for the state, but the volume of ballots is. In the race for House District 35 between incumbent Democrat Jonathan Christ Tompkins and Republican challenger Kenny Carl Scapelstad of Huna, there are an estimated 4,283 early and absentee ballots that won't be counted until November 10th. There are an estimated 1,177 ballots that have been sent out by the Division of Elections that haven't been received yet that could arrive by the deadline of November 13th, 10 days from the election. Overseas ballots can be counted by November 18th. Sitka Senator Bert Stedman had no opponent on the ballot. He had 95% of the votes in Senate District R on election night, and that trend will likely be unchanged by absentee and early ballots. Fewer voters turned out in person in Sitka for the general election Tuesday than came out for the October municipal election. 774 residents cast ballots in Sitka's number 2 precinct by 8 p.m., compared with 891 who cast ballots in October. In Sitka's number 1 precinct, there was a similar spread, but when the absentee and early ballots are counted, it could be a record voter turnout for the district. Six Sitkins have tested positive for the coronavirus since Sunday, November 1st, prompting the city and school district to shift to a high alert level. Three of the new cases were announced on Tuesday. A male in his 40s and a female between the ages of 10 and 19 were both experiencing symptoms when they were tested on November 1st. Both cases are classified as secondary, meaning they each had known contact with a person who tested positive. The third patient is a woman in her 20s. It's unclear when she received testing or if she was experiencing symptoms at the time she was tested, according to the city's COVID-19 dashboard. The other three cases were announced on Monday. All three of those patients were symptomatic and classified as community spread. This makes 90 total cases over the last eight months. Twelve of those cases are considered active, breaking the previous record of nine active cases in June. On Monday, the city tracked another local hospitalization, the third since the beginning of the pandemic. The Sitka School District is now in the red alert level. After the city hit a threshold for new coronavirus cases this week, according to the school district's Smart Start plan, 12 or more new COVID-19 cases over a two-week period triggers a district-wide shift to high alert and schools move to virtual instruction. But Superintendent John Holst says hitting the number 12 doesn't mean they're going to shut schools down automatically. There are other factors to consider. At this point, uh, we're looking back at each one of these cases uh, to see if there's some reason that we should be discounting it uh, because they're not all created equal. Uh, you know, some of them have to do with our own staff, and, and many of them do not. And in, infections outside the school are not as uh, impact us as much as infections in school. 
Last week, at least two Sitka School District staff members tested positive for the coronavirus, including a staffer at Pacific High and another employee who isn't associated with any particular building. Holst would not confirm whether any of this week's new cases were connected to the Sitka School District, but did say that none of the new cases was found via the regular asymptomatic testing of faculty. Holtz said schools will remain open today, Wednesday, November 4th. The increase in community coronavirus cases coincided with a short school week. Students will already be out of the buildings for parent-teacher conferences on Thursday and Friday. Holtz said that will give the district a bit of a buffer while they wait and see whether keeping schools open next week will be possible. Uh, at this point, we're hoping that all the people who got infected and have been quarantining uh, have not infected anyone else. So we're hopeful that if this, this could slow down dramatically here in the next couple of days or it could keep on going. We really don't know. But, you know, the next two days are going to be really crucial, next two, three days. Holt said their main priority on Wednesday is to make sure all students go home with their iPads or laptops just in case they need to shift to virtual learning next week. If most schools shift to online instruction, it's likely that Baranoff Elementary will still remain open to students. And so that if we do go virtual everywhere else, we're probably going to be open there unless things are really bad. The reason the staff uh, wants to do that is that they really believe that there's irreparable damage being done to kindergarten and first graders by not being in school. Holst said they'll likely make a decision on whether to remain open next week by Thursday evening. If they do move to virtual instruction, teachers will still work from their classrooms. The state's top medical team says that communities which still have a relatively low case count should act conservatively when it comes to travel during the holiday season. Dr. Ann Zink, the chief's the state's chief medical officer, and Dr. Liz Olson, a physician with the State Division of Public Health, recently weighed in on a policy recommendation coming before the Sitka School Board this week that would impose tighter travel and quarantine requirements on district staff and students than those in place for the general public. KCAW's Robert Woolsey reports. The state eased the mandate for travelers coming into Alaska effective October 16th and now requires only a single negative coronavirus test on arrival and five days of quarantine rather than a negative test on arrival and another negative seven days later. And Alaska residents, as before, can forego a test and just quarantine for two weeks. During a meeting with state media on October 29th, Alaska Chief Medical Officer Dr. Ann Zink said that no single tool could slow the spread of coronavirus. Rather, it was going to take several, and travel restrictions had proven useful. So we've seen many communities be able to slow the spread of COVID into their community by travel and by restricting travel. And so that may be a test prior to entering. It may be a test required by a quarantine and then a test later. Each of these things has risk benefit. Um, and then we've also seen it where people have relied on just one thing. So just relying on a test prior to coming in, someone comes in, mixes a lot, and suddenly you got a bunch of cases all at once. Um, and so we need to create as many kind of speed bumps in COVID uh, and travel, particularly for a community that does not have a lot of COVID right now, uh, can be a successful tool um, in combination with other things, but uh, can be a really useful tool. 
So it's uh, going to be much more useful in a community like Sitka that doesn't have a lot of cases right now, uh, but that can be uh, built upon afterwards. The reality is that people travel around the holidays. Sitka School Superintendent John Holst is recommending that the board adopt the stricter testing and quarantine standards used by the state prior to October 16th, although he knows it will be inconvenient for students and staff. Division of Public Health physician Dr. Liz Olson says that travel and gatherings are increasingly high-risk activities and that Sitkins should be conscientious about their potential exposure while they're on the road. When people are making decisions to travel, particularly if they're making decisions to travel from somewhere that doesn't have a lot of cases to somewhere that does, and then coming back, um, you know, what you do while you're traveling and what you're you do, you know, in terms of where you're staying and, and who you're gathering with when you're there, all of these have really big impacts on the risk that you bring something home to your family, that you bring something home to your community. All Alaskans returning from interstate travel are eligible for a free COVID test on arrival at the airport. Superintendent Holst says that should the school board adopt a policy reverting to the state's tighter standards, Staff and students returning from holiday travel will be given a coupon to return to the airport for a second free test seven days later. Reporting in Sitka, I'm Robert Woolsey. The Sitka School Board meets next at 6 p.m. this evening in Harrigan Centennial Hall. The meeting is available via a Zoom link. You can find it with this story on our website at kcaw.org. And the Sitka Police Department, Lieutenant John Ashe, has a message for Sitkins. Please don't shoot guns in the air. That's after city maintenance staff tracked down a small leak and noticed a bullet hole in the roof of Sitka's City Hall on Monday. After digging a little deeper into the insulation, staff found what they believe to be a 45 caliber bullet. Police think it's the result of celebratory gunfire in the area. Ashe says it likely happened in the last week. People being uh, silly and foolish and shooting guns in the air. Uh, bullets that go up must come down. He says it's likely the bullet landed on the roof of City Hall when the building was unoccupied, and that's lucky. Shooting a gun without regard for the risk of physical injury to a person or damage to property is a misdemeanor offense. The department is sending the bullet to the state crime lab to codify it. Like a fingerprint for the bullet, and that bullet fingerprint would be entered into the national uh, database, which, uh, at which point, if law enforcement uh, ever runs into that gun again, that particular firearm that fired that particular bullet, then we'd have an idea for further investigation as to who may be culpable for the, the crime that, that was committed. The police department is asking for anyone with information to call Sitka Police at 747-3245. And that's all for Raven News for this hour. You can listen to or read our stories again on our website at kcaw.org. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you're having a great morning. Currently 36 degrees on the waterfront under cloudy skies. You're listening.